0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 15 of the Print Design Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Hopkins, and uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for spending some time. Today, this is going to be a little bit different than the usual Print Design Podcast episodes. I don't have a guest. Well, you could say I'm the guest. I'm the guest of this episode. Now, I wanted to jump in here and, and share a little bit with you the whole purpose of the Print Design Podcast is to give you, the designer, the illustrator, the creative, sort of a behind-the-scenes look at creating a print project, whether it's a label, a brochure, a booklet, whatever it is, behind the scenes, what goes what goes into that project, the decisions that need to be made, how do you make those decisions, so that you can learn from these other designers on what's involved with this process, how to go about This process, so you can add print design to your resume, you can start offering print design as a service, or just so you could hear how these amazing projects came together, the behind the scenes, and how long they took. But I also want this show to be an opportunity to teach you about print design, about how to integrate print design in your freelance business, in your studio, in house design career. Um, And I think now. In the world we live in with COVID going on, especially in the way that that has drastically changed marketing and I mean, a lot of designers we're designing marketing materials. And when there's economic uncertainty, the first thing that gets cut is the marketing budget. That's the first thing. Now, further down the line, that affects printers. I know a lot of designers who have had their freelance business just sort of disappear during this COVID time. I've also known designers who are exclusively with food packaging or have had the ability to offer food packaging design as one of their skill sets, drastically grow their business during this time. So it's all over the place right now. But really, the more tools you can have in your toolbox, the more you can diversify your offerings, it's going to be so much easier to be flexible and offer more solutions to a client but also survive some crazy time like we're in right now, a global pandemic. Who would have thought? So today in this episode, I want to tell you about three ways that you can make more money, more revenue in your freelance design business using print design. Three different ways. And to make it super, super, super simple, If you go over to printdesignacademy.com, there is a free PDF guide for this episode that outlines all of these three ways, goes into detail about them, and gives you all kinds of information. So printdesignacademy.com for the PDF free guide. So I want to get right into the content, but first we got to keep it real and hit the intro. So let's get to that. Welcome to the print design podcast the show where we talk about all things print and packaging we go behind the scenes with designers and talk about the print projects they designed that really rock their world from file prep to holding the finished product in their hand and all the key decisions in between so let's talk ink on paper All right, all right, let's get to it. But first, I want to give you a little bit of context. I've been involved in the print industry for nearly 17 years now. I started knowing absolutely nothing about print, not even really realizing that print existed. Like, obviously, and I've, I've dealt with, I've seen letterheads, I've got envelopes in the mail, like I've read magazines, but beyond that, I haven't really thought of like, print is a business. There's a thing. There's printers. Like, just never made that connection. So I started knowing nothing about print. Oddly enough, I was introduced to this job through my ex-girlfriend's dad, who was the biggest customer of a print shop and had a really good relationship with the owner. Anyways, it was kind of weird how it all went down, but it is what it is. It got me into print. So I started sort of and did the print process backwards, meaning... I started with like the finishing. I did a little bit of shipping and bindery, they call it. So cutting sheets to prepare them for the press, to go through the press, but also finish trimming. So trimming out the business cards of the press sheet, cutting down the brochures, folding the brochures, um, die cutting the business cards, like doing the finishing end of things. I then moved on to press and I ran presses for a really good chunk of time. I started on little small envelope presses, moved up to doing sort of bigger business card runs Um, letterhead runs. Then I moved up to multi-page booklet runs and bigger presses. Then I was running a full color press all by myself, which was pretty cool. It was a cool experience. Every now and then in print sales, where I sort of have existed for the longest amount of time now, um, I just kind of get this itch to be like, let me print something. I want to see if I still got it. See if I can still go down there and print something. Um, But the majority of my career in print now has been spent in the print sales customer service side, I've actually sold over $9 million in print um, in my print sales career. So I have a lot of great perspective on the sales side of print, but because of all of that finishing and print and press experience, I'm now, I've seen things go wrong. I've seen them go wrong at press. I've seen them go wrong in finishing and now being at the start of the process in customer service, I'm able to look at a file and be, you know what, we should add a Pantone here. You know what, this is going to look better. Ooh, there's a problem here. I'm able to sort of see these problems before they actually become problems, which is an incredible skill to have being at the front end and helping designers with these projects. So with Print Design Podcast and Print Design Academy, I'm taking that That knowledge, that skill set that I've learned over all of these years, and I want to help you with it, help you understand the print process and and going through that. So today, let's get into how you can add additional revenue, more income to your freelance design business, your freelance design career, um, beyond just you know, offering print design as a service because yeah, you can now do a business card design and take on some of the other things like that's going to increase your revenue of your business. Just having more tools in your toolbox, you know, the more problems you can solve for your customer, um, the more income you can, can generate, right? The more revenue you get because you have just more ways to generate that revenue. And there's other ways that you can generate, you can increase the revenue of your business using print design. And um, I've covered that in a couple of episodes of the Print Design Podcast where um, designers have created incredible printed self-promotional pieces. And imagine going, instead of just emailing your portfolio or directing somebody to your website, um, you know, so they could see your work, imagine sending them something physical. Like immediately just by doing that, you are far and above what the majority of designers are doing to try and get attention, to get opportunities, to to grow their businesses, or to get that in-house design job. So that in itself is a helpful piece to increase the revenue. But those aren't the directions I'm going with this. This one I'm going with, you're offering print design as a service already. That's something that is in your toolbox. You can do that. And I'm going to tell you three different ways that I have personally seen and witnessed and been a part of on how you can increase the revenue of your business with additional print design services beyond just the design. So number one, I'm going to call this one upfront print management, like being upfront about it and adding print management. So what I mean by this is you create your quote for the design of said printed piece. And right in there, in the details, you include... Print or printer management. It's right there on your quote. You have included the costs for that either as a separate line item or in your overall total. Print and printer management. Now, the amount you add will vary depending on the size and complexity of the project. You know, you're not going to add $1,000 of printer and print management for 500 business cards, but for a a 48-page book where there's an emboss on it or something like that. Maybe you would, maybe it fits if they're doing 10,000 copies. You know, it's gotta it's gotta make sense. It can't just be an obscenely large price um, for managing that. However, there's some factors that go into determining that. Here's what that time is should should cover: your time for requesting quotes from the printer, working with the printer on confirming the specs. Um, You know, going back in conversation about different papers, what's the best paper, requesting samples of that paper to share with your client if you don't have your own swatch books. Um, If you're going to have to guide the customer through the proofing process, which in most cases you will. And of course, the time for press checks, press checks. Now you're not going to do press checks for all projects, all print projects, but the ones that you are, make sure you're covered for that. If you have to drive to the printer on press day, sometimes press night, I have heard of and been involved in with some really early morning, late night press checks, 2 a.m. press checks. Make sure you're covered for that time. Imagine you go there for a 2 a.m. press check and you find that there's an issue on press and you need to stay and help solve that problem for four hours, call it. I've seen it. Make sure you are covered and compensated for that time, and the best way to do that is upfront, including and and capturing as much of the potential costs and time you're going to have to put into this project, uh, dealing with printers and and the print management of this, just have it right there on the quote initially, right up front. I really like this just because it's so straightforward. It's listed there. You're not trying to recoup costs from the customer after you've had to do these additional things that you didn't quote up front, it's you're compensated right up front ahead of time. And the customer knows it. It's right there on the sheet. There's no question. So that's why I love this one. It's, it's simple from the standpoint that there's no like charges you're trying to get compensated for later. It's right, right there. You feel comfortable with it because it's, it's listed. You're going to be compensated for it. You're not going to have to try and get it later. And, um, and the customer knows about it, and there's a a sense of, um, you know, a sense of of comfort in knowing that you're not going to have to go back and forth with the customer about it. It's right there on your quote. It's included. Boom, bam, bing, bada bing, bada boom, bum, bam, boom, right there. I don't know what that sound was. Number two, the second one, and let's name this. Let's give it like a clever name. Al. No, I'm just, not Al. Uh, let's call this one number two, mark up the print quote, the old markup. So in this situation, you it, just like it says, you have requested a quote on behalf of your client. You're about to send that quote to your client, but hold up. If your customer wants you to handle it, the quote request, the proofing, if you know that they want you to just handle it, but you've already given them a quote for the design of said piece, Add some markup to the print quote. So how much markup will depend on the size of the job, the customer's budget, how much extra work you will have to be doing. Think press checks again. Think walking through proofing with the customer again. Um, And this ties into sort of the liabilities that I talk about with proofing, which I think would be another good episode um, for us to get into. But always get the customer, whoever's paying the bill, to sign that proof just for liabilities. Cover yourself. Get into that another time. But what what happens here is you get the quote from the printer. You then take it and put it into your own quote template, your own freelance business quote template. You get all of the specs and the sizes and all that sort of thing there, except you take that price. Say it's $5,000. Um, you know you're going to have to put some time and some effort that you have not quoted in this. Um, add 10%. Add an extra 500 bucks to that mark up that number then pass that quote along to the customer now you're not ripping them off this isn't a cash grab but what it is is making sure that your extra time above and beyond is covered you're compensated for the value Um, the other bonus of this is that if they're paying you for the print project and you're paying the printer You have an opportunity to get some credit card points, paying the printer with your credit card, get some miles, build up those miles for a little vacation time. The other is that it's very simple. They've paid you, you pay the printer, there's 500 bucks left over from that transaction. Fantastic, it's simple. Um, Just be careful, the only thing I'll add here is just be careful that you aren't marking up too much. There's a point where if the customer is going out and finding their their own quotes as well, there's another one that we should look at. And that's number three. And I'll get there in just a second here. But if they're going out and getting comparative quotes from a, a printer that they know or from somebody else, if you have marked up the price too much, it, it kind of looks weird where they get a price for 5000 bucks. And, you know, say you marked it up a lot and you're up at $7,000. There's some like, there's some explaining to do there, right? Whereas if you've gone, you know, only 10% higher, that's well within the realm of varying prices from different vendors. And in that situation, if the, if the customer has said to you, this guy's at $5,000, bucks, you are at 5500 you can just simply explain to them, well, this is my printer. It's a trusted relationship. And the other side of this is I'm going to look after this full process for you. I'm going to assist with the proofing and blah, 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 and the press checks and whatever else. So all of that reassurance is there for you in this quote too, um, which, is, which is great. It's a very straightforward, simple explanation. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. There's nothing wrong with being a little bit higher. The other way that you can turn this a little bit, and this is sort of like sales tip, And I didn't air quotes on that. You didn't see it, but there's air quotes here. Sales tip, um, change the specs. It's a classic, classic, classic sales tip where if you've nailed down specs with um, the customer and they're going to go get their pricing using those specs, you go to your printer and get something just a little bit above those specs. So say, for example, it's a house uncoated paper that you're requesting a quote on. well you know what? You switch that up to a Mohawk or a nice classic or a Nina stock. Um, you know, a level up on the paper and then add your markup. So if that question comes up on what's with these price differences, you go, oh, yeah, that's a house sheet. This one here that I've quoted is with a really nice, um, you know, nice uncoated sheet, a really premium paper that's going to make this piece really awesome. Um, That might be enough explanation right there to go with your quote. You've got your markup in there and you're producing something that's a level up of what was going to be produced. That's awesome. Um, The other opportunity it gives you is you sort of see the pricing area that you need to be in. You can go back to your printer. You can get the house stock quoted, see what the price comes out and you'll know what sort of markup you can add to that to cover your time but also be closer to what the customer received as a quote from another printer or something like that. So a couple different scenarios there, but change the specs is a classic print sales technique where, um, you know, when you're trying to, when a customer is just trying to look apples to apples and compare only the price, set yourself apart, giving you more time for a conversation, more time for finding out what the customer really needs and all that kind of stuff. Anyways, I'm going down a rabbit hole there. All right, number three here. And this one has, uh, I think has the nicest, the coolest name out of them all. The old printer kickback, the old referral fee. Um, For this one, it's really important to have a great relationship with your printer. Um, Without that, it makes this one weird and hard to pull off as sort of like a first job with a printer. It's way easier and better if you have an established relationship with that printer. Now, I personally have had this one play out in a couple of different ways. One is with a great customer of mine, um, Tammy, way back when I was doing print design. um, She had a customer where there was a new marketing lady came in. And now previously, she did all of the design and marketing for this company. So she would, again, do um, the second one here where she is marking up the quote and passing it on to the client. Um, And that was great. It was working out for her. Her time was covered for all of the print management and communicating with me at the printer, press checks, picking up samples. You know, if there was ever any issues, I'd call her down. She'd come, we'd check it out, we'd go through it. Um, So she was compensated for that time by doing the second markup one. So this customer had a marketing person come in. And this marketing person came in and wanted to put her stamp on it right away. So cut this customer out. To the point where... um, like she was cut out Tammy was cut out immediately. Um, tammy knew the owners of this company really well, and the owners of this company felt a little bit nervous about this new marketing person just coming in and putting their stamp on it right away. so the owners of this company asked the marketing person to work with Tammy on these things so now tammy 's not handling it one hundred percent, making it difficult to to do the markup you know to get the printer quote cool and mark up and pass that on. Because this new marketing person is checking it out. She's got her sources, blah, blah, blah. So at this point, I got a call from Tammy and I knew her really well. She said, look, this new marketing person is in. They have their own connections. I want to refer them to you because you guys know the work. You've done the work. You've done a great job with the work. Um, So I'm going to introduce you guys. And if they do business with you, I would like an X amount percentage kickback for the first year, the first six months. And you know I don't remember exactly how long the term was, but it was basically a referral fee because at that point as the printer, we were about to lose that customer. Now, Tammy goes out there to bat for us and she gets this customer looking at us. So now we're quoting directly with this customer and our pricing is good. And Tammy is just saying, hey, you know what, for me encouraging them to go there, for me directing them there, um, I would just like to be compensated for that um, and also compensated for her lost income as well, right? Because she used to mark up the quote and, and make money on that markup as well. So without that there, now she's got to recoup that in some other way. So yeah, we made the deal. We got the customer. We gave Tammy a kickback. I believe it was for, I believe it was a year if I remember right. Um, and it worked out great. It was awesome. They were a really great customer for a long time. So that's why I say it's so important for this one to to really have a great relationship with your printer. So just like in this example that I gave, if the customer of yours that you did the design project for is reaching out to a printer and getting their own print quotes, ask if you can introduce them to your printer. Give them the reasons why, why you love your printer, why they're so great. Um, and just make sure that your printer knows that that referral came from you. Email, CC introduction, whatever that, whatever that looks like. Um, and have a conversation with your printer, letting them know that this is a referral. Um, and you, know, you would usually like a percentage kickback on the project um, after the customer has paid the invoice. Now, this doesn't always mean that the printer takes their quote, adds an additional 5%, um, because you know you've asked for 5% um, and then passes that quote along. so it's actually 5% higher than they would actually quote. It doesn't always work out that way um, because the printer wants that work too. So they also need to be competitive. Um, and again, this is where that relationship comes in. you know out based on that relationship, that printer may be willing to give the straight up retail quote to the customer, and you get 5% out of their margin on the job for that referral. That's how it works in most cases, but not always. Or, you know, I used 5%, but whatever whatever percentage you agree on. Now, another example of this is I've also been involved in a project that was an extreme rush. And, and let me just put this into perspective for you. This customer um, approached me and was doing the design work for a fast-growing cannabis brand. And they needed an extremely precise, crazy expensive, heavily involved packaging piece. And they needed it in two weeks. And like, it was crazy. So there's, when when a project is needed that fast and is that complex, there are many, many ways that you can, as a printer, you can underquote that project. So there was extra markup on this job to make sure that the printer was covered The designer was also going to be heavily involved with the full process, including press checks and all of this, knowing it was going to be a lot of work for the next couple of weeks and take a high priority because this customer needed this job. Um, So the designer contacted me and said, I'd like you to add 15% to this quote. And that is the referral fee, the commission that I would like on the job after the customer has paid the invoice. Of course. Of course. No problem. He has already stated that the customer is going to do business with you. He said, this is the percentage that I would like. And he knew that he was going to be putting in a whole bunch of extra time that needed to be covered um, somehow. So this was the, the the best way, most direct way for him to compensate that. And he knew the customer really well. So this is the way it went. We added that 15%. We did the job. It came out beautiful. came out Awesome. Um, I still love looking at the photos of it on Instagram. Uh, The customer paid the invoice. We then wrote a check to the designer and all good. Happy days. Job done. So guys, those are three different ways that you can add additional revenue to your freelance business, to your freelance design work by using print design, with print design. Above and beyond just charging for the design and the print of that project. Opportunities for you to make extra revenue, for putting in extra work, for covering some time. Maybe you underquoted in the design process, took a little bit longer than your initial quote. This is a way for you to sort of recoup some of those costs. Um, And I've seen it go all three of these different ways and all sort of unique combinations. Um, But just three ways that you can increase that revenue. Now, like I've said before, of course, just by offering print design as a tool in your toolbox, um, it's so important for your business. From a revenue standpoint, again, it's more services that you can offer your clients. Um, Maybe they used you for logos and branding, but they wanted to go to someone else for the brochure because they weren't sure that you did brochure design or booklet design. Well, being right up front, yeah, I, I can absolutely do that for you as well. You can now just add to that project. Get all that business. Don't let it part out. More services, more diversification in offerings, better revenue potential. But also from a customer solution standpoint, when they come to you with a design problem, you have more solutions to offer them. More ways that they can solve that design problem. So guys, again, if you are doing print design already in your business, fan-freaking-tastic, you need to then start incorporating one of these top three. Just start with one of them and start incorporating them to increase the revenue of your business. Cover more of your costs and stuff when you go a little bit over. Number one, either add add print management right up to your quote. Print and printer management. Include that time. That costs, and how much you add will vary depending on the complexity of the project but cover yourself for that print management because you're going to be involved in that. Number two, mark up the print quote before you send it to the client. Take the printer quote, put it in your quote template, add however many dollars, however much percent you feel applies to the project and the difficulty of the project and the amount of time you're going to have to put into the print management of that project. Then the third one, the old finder's fee, the printer kickback. Go out there, build a great relationship with a printer, do some jobs without this, build that camaraderie with that printer, a great relationship, and then start that conversation. You know, if I have a customer that I'm referring to you, do you guys offer printer kickbacks, finders fees, that sort of thing? That's what I would like to start doing. And take it from there. I really hope you implement one of these. And if you do and you are able to recoup more revenue for your design business, let me know. Shoot me a DM over Instagram. Shoot me an email. Uh, Whatever you got to do, Instagram is printdesign underscore academy. And um, I want to know. I want to hear about it. I want to hear what the situation was and how you pulled it off. Now, don't feel that you have to memorize everything that I've just said. I've created a PDF guide for you for this episode. It's a four or five page PDF guide that just goes over exactly what we just talked about in detail you know, the three different ways that you can add revenue to your design business with print design. And uh, we go through the three of them. There's a nice description about each one, how you can implement them. And if you want that free PDF, head over to printdesignacademy.com, throw in an email address and bada boom, bada bang, it hits your inbox. Just like that. Again, Print Design Academy, if you want the PDF guide for this episode, so that you can just download it and keep it. So refer back to it whenever you want. If you can't remember what episode of the podcast this was and um, be able to refer back to it and and integrate those ideas into your design business, your design practice. Now, if you aren't a print design pro yet, don't sweat it. You got to get involved in Print Design Academy. That is where we are teaching you to be an expert in print design. Not only from the terminology, the paper selection, the file side, All of that business, proofing, proofing liabilities, all of that. But also we got stuff on advanced print design, integrating multi-level embossed dyes and all sorts of crazy cool stuff and stuff just like this episode, how print design can enhance your freelance design business, the business of print design, that side of things too. Um, Right now, Print Design Academy, the cart is closed But um, head over to PrintDesignAcademy.com, pick up this free guide, and follow us on Instagram because those are the places that we're going to be letting people know when Print Design Academy is open again. Right now, cart is closed. Now, one awesome perk about Print Design Academy is that we are not that online training platform that is only online teaching you to go out there and do tangible printed things. Nana, that ain't us. Upon signing up for Print Design Academy when the cart is open, we send you a membership certificate, a beautiful letterpress printed membership certificate that you receive to acknowledge that you are a member of Print Design Academy, you're an incredible designer, and plus it's letterpress printed. I mean, that's just cool. It's awesome. Thanks again for listening to this episode. Head over to PrintDesignAcademy.com, get your PDF guide for this episode, and we will See you later.